Hey everyone. So listen, one of the things you can't be is to be the wood for someone's burning fireplace. In other words, a lot of trauma is um, adults abusing children and, and chucking all their, and making the children have to fix them, right? So if you fix me, I love you. If you don't fix me, whatever. So you're not, you know, the tinder or the wood for anyone's fireplace. So that's a big piece of trauma too is, you know, parents using their children to fulfill their needs. It's, it's extraordinarily narcissistic, etc. So you have to kind of give up being the chopped wood. Another thing is the... Um, you're, we're really just channels for divinity. Like we, and life is just a series of experiences. It's like, it's one experience after the other. It's one wave that goes well and one wave where you, got, you get tossed, right? And you sort of, you get pinned down to the ocean and you surface up again. It's really a series of experiences, one after the other. And there's a lot of them. And some, you know, can be ecstatic, but some can be, you know, downright awful, right? The death, the loss, grief, and the ecstasy of divinity or of, you know, taking Molly in a great concert or whatever. It's, it's just one experience after the other. The problem with trauma is you get stuck. You don't experience the thing that happened. It's, it's like a tear in the universe, right? And it's a wound that never scabs, that's just been festering for God knows how long. And it's a wound that you couldn't deal with, that was overwhelming, that was too much for your little munchkin, right? So if, if you're wounded, and again, those wounds don't scab, you just fuck off basically and, and grow in the environment in which you arrive, then that thing just festers and people say, oh, why did I get this and that and the other? Well, because it leaks into your system. Well, there's only, it's not just that you put it into the shadow, which is pretty awful, but you, you have no choice, but also then you have to sever from it. You can't experience it. It's too big. It's too much. And then if you're in a really awful landscape of people, then you have to, you know, make the predator safe. I mean, you're not safe. Right? But now you're going to make this place which is absolutely unsafe if, you, if you're being you know, injured a lot into a safe place. Is there's nowhere else to go, right? There's either you and these crazy people or oblivion. So you've got to make it work. Lemons and lemonade are more like, you know, an old rusting pair of scissors, a, a sneaker laces, and, and dog hairs. I mean, it's just the, the whole thing is, is insane. And, what was interesting when I look back is like, I just tried to keep making it work. It's like you have a piece of clay on the potter's wheel and you just keep trying to sculpt this thing into the right thing and it just, it's never right. It's always wrong. It's like you're trying to make the impossible possible. It's like you're trying to make heaven out of hell, but it's still hell no matter how you, you know, paint it, smother it, and my problem was I just couldn't ever see it for what it was because the trauma was so deeply hidden. So it's this sort of constant struggle. You're in constant litigation with yourself, with the world. It's just, you're always trying to sort of re-erect this thing which is constantly collapsing. You know, love is not struggle. No love is struggle. Love is effortless. No love is a struggle. And you theorize and you can intellectualize and I painted it out and poetry out and blah. I, I couldn't get to it because I couldn't see the fucking thing. And even when the ayahuasca said, here it is, I just, I couldn't face it. Like I'd spent my whole life sculpting David. It turns out David was, you know, a demon. It wasn't what I'd projected. It had nothing to do with my fantasy. It had absolutely nothing to do with my relentless intellectual, physical, whatever struggle to make it something else. Not only was it 
what I was trying to keep making, but it was twice as bad. It was really bad. So you have to you keep having the you know the universe. You have to have the experiences. You can't hide, refuse, put in the dark for too long because the universe is going to kick down the door. You're either going to get sick or something terrible happens. Some, at some point, you can't contain the inauthenticity. You can't contain the falsehood. I mean, I was really good at making the impossible work, even if I had to rebuild it the next day, even if I had to keep convincing myself and keep refusing the truth. At some point, it was going to reach the precipice. It was going to fall over the fucking cliff. So in my situation, it was a slow burn. It was a slow, you know, it took kind of the CERN collider of the universe of ayahuasca to really, you know, put me in a collider to fucking blow me up. I wouldn't, I didn't want to see it. I couldn't see it. It was like, I didn't even know, right? So if you're burying trauma, if you're burying an event, if you're burying an injury, if you've just been digging your whole life trying to get the, the, you know, the deepest hole to put your trauma in, that trauma isn't dead. You may be comatose. Your whole life force may have come to us standing, screeching, you know, still. But that trauma is active. It's leaking. It's wounded. It's festering. And what I have now in, in this journey in, and what I'm experiencing in ceremony is just these volcanic demons. It's almost, again, I've talked about it. It's like if an animal is wounded in the forest, you know, thousands of beetles and things and E.T., E.T., whatever, come in. It's like hyenas, you know, they've captured the, uh, the uh, wounded baby elephant and they're just munching on it. That's what, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing now is everything that was feeding off this terror. I mean, they're just, I think about them like bats because, you know, they're kind of winged things that come through me and are physically, literally, I mean, they're in me. They're just physically being pulled out. And again, it's not woohoo or whatever. It's just nature, right? If, you know, something is wounded, something's going to feed off it. That's all. But this is what trauma is. It's, it's not experiencing life. I can see that, you know, the universe, is, it, has, it wants you to be completely open and transparent and shed. Right? The thing about Western civilization is we keep materializing things more and more, like, as if, I mean, everything is about death, right? I don't want to die. That's basically the bottom line of life, you know, I don't want to die. And then we tempt it, and then we whatever. But bottom line is, I don't want to disappear. And there's this belief, and especially in the Western world, that we, it, it, it's, it's the more material you become, the more solid you appear. And we do that by building castles to ourselves and monuments to ourselves. Like, it's like that, the Recoleta Cemetery in Argentina. It's just in Buenos Aires. I mean, you'd think, honestly, these people have not died. The, the amounts of statues and stories and just little tiny castles built to house dead people is insane. <laughs> They're beautiful pieces of art. But it's this unbelievable attempt to keep this, you know, general alive by building this kind of little castle or vault to him. It's just like, as if time doesn't just like, you know, you just get swept away. Right? So the thing about the ayahuasca is it dematerializes you in a way. It's like, it ends you in a way. It's just like, you know, I'm going to stick you in my collider and we're going to blow you up because you're built out of life in the universe and you're very powerful. But, you, you know, it's all built out of rubbish, so to speak. The thing about getting older is everybody thinks, oh, if I have plastic surgery and I can still look like I'm 20, it's like, you can't avoid life or stop it or halt it or whatever. I mean, you can try to, but eventually it's going to catch up. And it's the same with trauma. It's going to catch up with you one way or the other, whether you're in an opium den or, you know, 
maxing out your credit cards at you know Bloomingdale's it's all the same shit like I it's all the attempt to distract you know if you're I'm talking about trauma right so trauma the thing about trauma is it's solid because it hasn't been released so we're just channels for really life right a channel you know that experiences life is just experiences I experience death I experience life I experience grief happiness joy whatever. I just I'm experiencing I can't keep that experience forever this is not an Instagram moment I'm not going to be on that mountaintop in Indonesia with my you know looking absolutely fabulous forever it's a moment right they're just moments one moment after the other moment after the other moment right? it would be ridiculous to assume that life is just you know you lying in a lilo forever you also get bored with who the fuck wants that right so it wants it, it, you're going to have you're built for 10 million experiences but you're going to have horrific grief and horrific ecstasy right you're going to it's it's all bubbling through you you don't there's no stasis there's no fixed point of view right and that's what people try to do they're trying to fix themselves like I'm gonna just be in this one place and be 20 forever and I'm just that's not how life works you have to give in to the fact that you're in a flow that you're part of this massive thing that's just moving this energetic just boom. and you, you can't you know hide in a corner of it it's just gonna pull you through so like enjoy the ride like if you're on a roller coaster just enjoy the fucking ride because you're going whether you like it or not right if you try to stop the roller coaster that's like oh if I just put enough plastic surgery if I've got the right thing I'm just gonna be it doesn't matter it's still gonna rot at some point right you're still gonna rot and the same thing with trauma and if you don't have access to trauma, I certainly didn't have it. And it's sitting there and it's festering and it's got 10,000 things feeding off it. And it takes up your whole fucking system and you're, you're blocked. And it's just like, I just didn't want to see it. I don't remember it. I don't, didn't have any access to it. But the cover up was very powerful. And and I just, again, try to stop the universe. If you stop it, it's gonna leak, it's gonna poison you, whatever, right? And, if you, and in that stasis, in that paralysis, you know, the 10,000 demons show up and I, you know, have to kind of, you know, exorcise them literally every day out of my system that are feeding off that trauma. I didn't wanna see them, I invented a story about them I made everything they did okay. I just, you know, smothered the um, the rotting meat with, you know, Michelin star sauces. It was still rotten. But I couldn't cope, I couldn't handle it. Which is understandable, who the fuck's gonna, you know, you can handle sexual abuse or trafficking as they were a kid or whatever they did, it doesn't matter, that wasn't my So you bury it, you make them up, you pretend them into existence, you whatever, drug up, you disappear. It doesn't matter. The fact is that it's a blockage. It's a blockage. And you're stuck in traffic, you're not going anywhere, you think you are, but you've actually been stuck in traffic for 60 years, I can say that, because I'm 60. So, and I couldn't handle seeing these people for who they truly were, what they did. Because as a child, there's either you, them or oblivion. There's no, there's no one coming on a horse, right? There's no one, especially if it's secrets and all sorts of shit. So death is required. And death is really, you have to sort of clean out the, the blockage. It's a rotor rooter of what you've built. So life can flow through you again, that's all. And it's so funny because the blockage was huge. It was right in front of me and I couldn't see any of it. It's like, it's right in front of you. Couldn't see it. It's like being surrounded by, you know, a militia. Couldn't see it. 
I had so reinvented reality and hidden what had happened. So you can't live with blockage. You can't be, you know, the firewood for somebody's furnace, right? And there's no holding on here. You know, my, my thing is I had to have a family at all costs. They had to be good parents at all costs. I, they had to be what I needed them to be, even though they were absolutely rejecting, narcissistic, abusive, etc. I just, I couldn't accept that. I just couldn't accept it. I had to hide all of it. You know, keep re-sculpting what I, the David, right? I couldn't, it had to be what I needed it to be. It really is like fighting a massive wave. It's a tidal wave. That tidal wave isn't really going to crash on me. <laughs> and, well, why? Because what happens is if there's, there's either them or no one or death. You've got to make them work. You've got to make the predator safe, even though it's, a, even though it's the most unsafe place in the world. You are in fucking hell. You can't, it's like being in a lake of alligators and pretending it's not a lake of alligators. So, the more you run, the more you hide, the more you, and people say, oh, I don't wanna take ayahuasca, I'm terrified, I'm terrified of puking, I'm terrified, yes, yes, I'm terrified of what I'm gonna, it's all in you anyway. It doesn't matter. I mean, listen, I respect everybody's thing, but I was terrified, you're like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Well, what I was really saying was, oh, fuck. I'm going to see things I've put away. Whatever you see in ayahuasca is you. It's not. Like I kept thinking, oh, it's some other life. They say, no, it wasn't some other life. It was this life. You were abused. Right? So there's a sort of, it's, it's a dissolving. You know, I think we're so obsessed in the West about, you know, the concrete, the material. There's nothing worse than seeing an older person trying to be young or trying to um, try and seeing the struggle of someone to not accept life. Basically, that's really it. Right. I mean, I've been there, right? This has got to be my way or no way. Because in a way, when she dissolves you and collides you in her collider, it's like a certain collider, you know, you kind of don't matter anymore. All that solidity that you've been building and reinforcing, and it's, again, it's like the, the castle at the, you know, the sand castle at the shore. The wave is gonna come, and you're gonna have to rebuild that fucking sand castle again. At some point, you just give up building the sand castle and go, okay, fine. I'm just going to be taken up by the ocean. There's a, there's a dissolution. There's a removal. And and what you realize is there's no winning. I love I love the Mexican music. That I love Mexican traditions about death. They take it in a very sort of happy way. They take it as a as a as a. Um, they rejoice with it. They don't make it just somber, kind of you know, waspy. You know, everybody's shut up. Everybody's terrified. Everybody's like shut down. You know, morbid. The, the, the Mexicans they they really they love it. They have music for it. They have a understanding. They're frivolous about it. They understand the transition. I mean, of course you're grieving the death song, but it's done in the, in the light of, you know, it's a dance to this other place. It's fabulous, right? You know, millions have come before you, millions have come after you. And that's a great thing about the ayahuasca is that it rages through you like a fire and it tears down everything you've built. And, um, and, It's like you're stripped of everything, of all your stories and your ramparts and your car. It's just like raised to the ground. Because it was all fucked up anyway. 
because she thought, well, if I don't have this, I'm going to die. So she will raise you to the ground, and you won't like it one bit. <laughs> and you will fight it, oh my God, until you can't fight it anymore. Because you think, this is what you arrived to, so this must be it. If I don't keep re-sculpting this horrific situation, if I don't keep, you know, putting filters on this fucking shit show, there's no one, and if there's no one, I'm going to die. So let me just bury what this cunt did to me. Let me just pretend that she's really my mother. There's, there's no one. I was completely used. I was firewood for their fire. Did I ever show up? No, 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 no. I can't even have a conversation with a woman. It's all about her. I, she doesn't know who I am. She just sees me as someone that can advance her cause or her outline. She thinks she sees us, but she doesn't see any of us. She can't, right? So we have to give up our hope. I love that. There was a, a Buddhist monk that wrote this great thing about hopelessness. You have to live in it. It's just you just give up. You're not going to win. <laughs> There's no winning. They're never going to show up as what they truly are, as what you want them to be, sorry. You can... You can dissolve all your attachments to them and you can die and you can also then be in the flow of the universe you know I'm not going to win and it's great I don't have to win you're not in a struggle you're not in litigation with yourself you're not in this endless like should I would I pink yellow orange oh fuck endless digging endless reconstructing endless you're just going to show up. You're going to let. You're going to be the channel for the universe. It's easy. You know. You're going to have a feeling. It's not going to get stuck. You might not like it, but it's a feeling. It's not going to be the end of the world. As a child, it's the end of the world. You can't do anything. You're overwhelmed. Right? And. If you're really terrified, you're gonna the, the, the more powerful your your castle, right? You're gonna build big, big dams. You're gonna your your. I mean, I was just a, a rocket ship of you know technology. Nothing was gonna come in. Nothing was gonna turn me down like nothing until the ayahuasca showed up. I was like, oh, okay, let's just let's just do this, right? All right. So it's like shrink wasn't gonna get into. That. I mean, I I was built you know again out of the most insane you know, the most powerful tech and, you know, energies in the universe. No fucking way. I was going to rebuild them and, you know, they, they were going to be who I, I needed them to be. Even though they were the devil, I was not. I was going to make them into sort of sacred things. I did. As if that would save me. No, it was my burial ground. The more I refused the truth, the more I literally buried myself. The more I agreed to legitimize them, the more I died. I, I buried myself. The more I was, I had to build a falsehood to make them right, right? You can't, if you're seeing something as it is, if you're looking at a monster, you're seeing the monster. You know where you stand, you know where the monster stands. When I sit in these ceremonies daily, and these things come up and they're roaring, they're coming up through my body, right? They're literally, and they're like beings in my system. I just, they just come up, I'm not gonna fight them. I held them down, right? That was the truth, that was a terror, right? You're releasing them. You see what is, okay, there's a demon, here's me, okay, now I need to know what I'm dealing with. But if you're smothering, covering up, you know, pretending them, re-fantasizing them, and, you know, putting sheet music to them. You know, then you're then you're in the you're in hell. Because you're in hell to start off with, but you can't see that you're in hell. And you're legitimizing and authorizing and and they're playing games with you. Whatever. You're stuck. It's it's almost like, you know, in a spin dry cycle if you stick a belt in there and it's just clap, 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 right? You have to dissolve all of that. And it's terrifying. It's like, what if I dissolve? 
I didn't even know, first of all, I didn't know, even know I was made so powerfully at all. I didn't, had no idea I had trauma. I had no idea I was legit. I had no idea about anything. Um, I was solid. That's why the collider of the ayahuasca had to come in and blow me up. You know, when you see what the truth is, that's the truth. All right, I can handle it. They did this, they did that, okay. If I've got it in the shadow, and I'm not accepting it, and I'm, you know, refusing myself to accept them, and that's one of the things, like, if you're traumatized, you have to refuse you to accept them, which means you have to refuse your trauma to authorize them. That means that you're sitting with a wound that won't scab, that's festering, and, you know, and you're being denied and you're in pain and suffering whilst, you know, you're trying to glamorize and deify them. I was in a very, it was a terrifying position to be in. I had to do that. But then when you're being dismantled, that's also difficult because it's like, sorry, Maria, <laughs> got to put you in the collider, right? You're going to tear you apart. Death is the terror of a child. Death. Pain. Terror. And you've got to live all of that. That's the whole thing is that you've got to, the way she dissolves is you've got to relive it all. Because it's sitting there unprocessed. So you have to relive it. And if it's been sitting there for a long time, festering, there's a lot to get through. And if you've been sitting there for a long time, there are lots of creepy crawlies, I call them demons, that have been feeding off your terror. And we have to sort of die. That's what she's asking. She's like, okay, give it all up. Well, you don't know what, you know, as a child, you think, well, if I don't do this, I'm going to die. And as an adult, when you do it, it's like, if I do this, well, who the fuck am I? It's the sort of same sort of thing. Well, who am I? There's a death. But there is, in fact, a you before it happened. So, in theory, you have to have parents to blossom and ignite and love you. Yes, as a child, this is true. As an adult, when you die and you want to be, you know, you want to show up again, what I have now is a universe as kind of parents or as kind of a reflection, an ignition. Right? So the greatest fear of a child is not to have anyone to look after it, even if it's rotten to the core. That's why you're, if, even if you're in a moat of alligators, you'd rather be that than disappeared. And so I, you know, um, just use my imagination to reinvent them and try to find connection when there was no connection, like nothing. There was no connection. It was just relentless rejection. So, as I said, the universe has to build, you build something. If you don't disappear, you do build something. Even if you bugger off, you're building something, a defense mechanism, a filter. Or, and the ayahuasca, you know, when you're ready to heal, ready to come home, or ready to give it all up, which, you know, if it's built very powerfully, it takes a while, you have to see it. Here it is. This is the truth. Oh shit, really? Yeah, this is the truth. Here's a massive wound, here's a trauma, here's all the shit that's feeding off the trauma. I think it's time for you to say goodbye, Maria. Right, it's time to, to give it up, to die. You mean it wasn't what I thought it was? No, it wasn't. And that's okay. This is the thing about, as a child, you know, you're gonna die. Later on, when you see it or well, you've been trapped as a child, so in a way, it's difficult because you're trapped there as your four, five, six-year-old, whatever. And she has to rummage through all the layers that you've now put on to ensure that, but you're still the child. You remain kind of this infantilized position of powerlessness. And then when she rummages through you, well, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, It's a dewiring, dethreading, dissolving, 
you become less material. Let's put it that way. There's more energy. There's less of you as far as what you thought you were. There's less, you become more, more diaphanous, you become more like the channel. You know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't give a shit really. I'm just going to let it happen, right? I realize I don't really control anything. That in fact, what I built was what I thought was a defense mechanism was actual burial ground because in that place I remained infantilized, frozen in that trauma. I thought it was a defense mechanism, but it is actually a burial ground where I was held hostage and trapped by the events. I talked about it like, you know, the ping pong ball on the end of the ping pong paddle. It's got an elastic band. You think you keep doing something, but you're really doing nothing. You're just hiding from the terror in all sorts of guises, whether it's through drugs or it's through, you know, anything, working out, shopping, I don't know, whatever it is, but you're still, you're still paralyzed. You're not actually, because, you know, your consciousness has been shut down because of some horrific act. And your child believes if I just hide it and authorize and legitimize them and make them okay, that somehow this is all gonna work out. But actually it's just delaying the problem. I, I tend to do that a lot, delay the problem. Because I'm too terrified to just see it for what it is. Because as a child, of course, you you know, it's horrific, you know. I mean, it was like sex trafficking, so it was pretty bad, right? You know, the, the, the parent is the predator, the parent is the demon. It's very scary. So, it's a state of paralysis, it's a state of thinking of defense, and it's a state where you think, well, if I just stay here in the trenches, I won't, nothing will happen. But actually, it's a, it's a death of, you disappeared, you're just, you've agreed to the enemy, so to speak. You've submitted to the enemy. And in the submission is your paralysis. They've taken your life force, they're feeding off it. You're, you know, you're basically, you know, the firewood for their fire. So in the end, it's not only just a refusal of you and an authorization of them, but it's really, you know, you've disappeared. You've, you've been, your, your breaker switch is off. So when the ayahuasca shows up and you're chucked in the collider, so to speak, you have to undo everything that you've agreed to, authorized. You have to see the demon for the demon. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, at the beginning, of course, it's very strange when you're being dismantled and you're, oh my God, you're seeing everything. But you know, even now when these demons are being pulled out, it's just like, oh, okay, we go. Right? This is part of the cleansing. And you're really being disappeared. Everything you've built, them, it's just, it's dissolving. And it almost doesn't even exist. It's only really existing as a material form because your terror keeps it alive. Your terror keeps you paralyzed. Your terror keeps you alive. The seeing of who they truly are is something you've just refused. In a way, you're just being dissolved, right? You're just being dissolved, that's all. Um, and before, of course, there's a, there's a place to arrive to, right? It's like, if I could just run fast enough, I'll you know, disappear from this. Or if I just fulfill this man's desires, I'll, you know, I'll be free. It's, everything is based in relationship to the predator and to the events, and your whole life is just stuck there. Your whole life is just stuck there. And you can't really experience, I mean, I think I, my experience, so I had two very huge experiences that were kind of mind-blowing. One was when I was younger going to the Francis Bacon exhibit, which was a spiritual, a religious experience, because the darkness somehow was reflected what I had suffered and I didn't know. And then also the, an enormous platonic love that I had with a little boy when he was 10 or 11. Was that sense of divine love of, you know, being connected to the universe was beautiful. So I was very lucky and both, I mean, I think the experience of love was something which really anchored me in, a, in very difficult moments, the knowledge, the memory of it. But the same, I was still drowned. I was 80% drowned. I was out. So... 
or just you know life is just experiences you know you're on a wave you're going to fall down you're going to get you know pulled under and you go back and you do every wave is different every experience is different but it's an experience you don't hold on to it you don't clamp down on it you don't suffocate the experience you don't bury the experience good bad and different you know the world is this big tumultuous thing that's just like a spin it's like a washing machine it's just it's going to be high it's going to be low it's going to be bad it's going to be good it's going to be everything and the universe is saying you know you're a channel for it so like open up that is the you know, it's like the Buddha story right the Buddha story is you know his parents tried to make him like a W hotel life and then he's like I want to go out and see what life is really like and it was like there was death and there was suffering everybody I mean yeah, I don't revere anyone by the way so I just everybody's just having an experience and they have their learnings and you have the you know get teachings from it okay that's interesting they did meditation it worked for me whatever it's just another exercise in trying to connect or heal I mean, you are the universe. You are it. There's no one to revere. There's no one to, you know, whatever. You're just in the churn. So, it's the same thing. He was like, his parents were like, I don't ever want you to see anything other than this, you know, um, Waldorf Hotel experience. And he's like, well, I don't just want, I want to go see what it's like. And he went out and there was suffering. And he was trying to figure out how to, you know, see suffering. And the thing is, you can't. Because that's not how the world works. You're going to, you know, we all want this moment, Instagram moment. We're all in the, on the, you know, the mountaintop in some Indian, beautiful Indonesian island, looking absolutely happy and glorious, and thinking that we've reached them out. It's not that way. It's just one experience of many experiences, right? And t- tomorrow you're going to be at somebody's funeral, and the next day you might be in a hospital, and the next day you're, you know, suffering because somebody left you, and it's just like we all we're so busy trying to really make things stick like it has to be like this forever it has to be he has to love me forever he, you can't force anything first and foremost you know it's like if you close the, the bird on the, if you close you know the door on the on the on the cage the, 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 the animal will want to leave you can't enclose life you can't you have to go with it like surf you've got to go with the tumble up you're going to be thrown off you're going to be pinned to the bottom. It's going to force you to come up. It's just a, that's the thing about trauma. Is that it's stuck. It's a traffic jam. It's stuck. You're stuck with it. And it's awful because it happens when you're a kid. And if you, you know, I'm talking about early childhood trauma, and you're stuck there with the demons. Right? They're trying to terrify you. And your life force is just come to a, a screeching halt. It's like, you know, scratch record. It's, you're listening to the song and something it's, it scratches the record. You're drowned. You're there. You've got, you, now you can't be stuck. And, yeah, it's either that or death. So you either accept it or die. But actually you have to accept your own burial then. You know, the demons are dancing on your grave, basically. And then when you go back to go undo it and face it with the ayahuasca, you don't want to because that's what you did in the first place. You didn't want to see it in the first place. You don't want to see it again when you go back. <laughs> it's like, I, want to go to... I did this for a reason. I didn't want to see it. Like, but she's like, no, you know, you've got to go back. And if you want to heal, you've got to deal with it. And you can because you're the universe and you're, you know, the ayahuasca is with you and blah, blah, blah. You're being released from demons, from darkness, from whatever you want to call it. So, um, it's, it's uncooking, as I've talked about. So it's like, it's defrosting. It's, somebody made a bad souffle, and I'm going to, you know, rewind the tape to the beginning of someone they started cooking this thing. And when you rewind, it's pretty shitty because you're going to see all the shit and then you're going to see all the demons and all that stuff. And you're going to have to accept your death and, you know, movie over. Like that whole thing that was so solid and that was so scary and that was like, 
you were, you know, held in place and blah, blah, blah. And suddenly it's like, all right, I'm ready. Come on, bring it on. Bring on all the demons, bring on all the shit, bring on all the stuff that's hidden in your system. At some point, you don't even really care. You're just like, get the shit out of me. At first, you're very attached to the parent, to the mother, to the father, to the siblings, to the family. There's a big attachment. So you've built that attachment so you won't fucking die. And then it's like, you know, after you've been pummeled a few times in the CERN Collider, the ayahuasca is like, you know, basically pummeled you a few times. It's like, okay, I'm ready. Just take, just, I don't give a shit. Just let it all hang out. Where you're going, you don't know what the end, I don't know, when does it end today, tomorrow, 10 million years from now? You know, I want to make fantasize it was from some other life, but no, I've been told it was this life, this is what happened, but you know, let's not get romantic, Marie, there's nothing. It's not woo-woo, it's nature, right? You were trapped, you were ambushed. A spider does that, right? Yeah, don't, tarantulas eat their, spiders eat their mates, isn't it? It's just another part of nature. And fortunately, through plant medicines, you can undo the wound. By trying to do it, you're going to go on a roller coaster of ayahuasca, and you've never been on there, and you don't know what it looks like, and it's kind of scary, and you're kind of very, you know, concretized, you're very defined, you've got lots of edges, you're very, you know, sculpted. And she's going to, you know, smash you into smithereens. And then you go back. And it's so funny because that's why I asked her. I said, I want to go back to the flow. I don't want to be stuck. And you literally, she kind of de-blocks you. So you just become again a channel for life. Channel. Through you, everything comes, right? So you're going to have good, bad, but it's just going to flow through you. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you stop feeling. It means quite the opposite. You feel everything. So now you can make decisions. Well, I don't like that. And that's fine. I'm not going to die if I don't like it. Right? Or I like that. Oh, I can do that. That's great. I can enjoy it. I don't have, there's no fixed end to the universe. There's no destination. It's just this, this moment as a channel of life. That's it. Nothing big and nothing small. I don't need to live on in a $15 million apartment thinking that death won't get me. It will. No matter how high I live in some apartment or how. And yes, you can have the, you know, Four seasons experience and you can have this experience of somebody living in a favela it doesn't matter it's just the experience there's an acceptance there's a surrender there's a you're just in the flow i know i won't win what am i going to win there's nothing to win i think that's the thing about trauma you think well if i just build this defense mechanism I'll be fine if I just build the defense mechanism I won't die if I just agree to them I won't die if I'm just like you know if I agree to do what they want I won't die I won't die I won't die I won't die but I was always on the verge of death growing up right it's like it's all about death But in a way, death is the healer. It's like, you've got to give it all up. It's another transition. Water, ice, steam. Steam, ice. It's just transitions. You can't be 12 when you're 60. Much as a small plastic surgery, it looks ridiculous. The universe needs you to be 60, otherwise you wouldn't be 60. <laughs> you wouldn't look like you were 60 if you were like, you know, if she wanted you to be 12. What does it matter? If I look like I'm 15 when I'm 60, does it matter? Only if I want to remain static. If I want to build a dam against the universe. You're not the same person. 
But a lot of trauma leaves us infantilized. A lot of trauma leaves us, certainly for me, it left me infantilized. It left me powerless. It left me feeding these demons, feeding them. I was buried. I was, right? I was tinder for their, I was firewood for their fire. But I was stuck. I was never going to grow. And I had pity for them, and I had all sorts of things. So I built it very powerfully. I built fabulous stories about me being the crusader for them, in order not to fucking die. <laughs> hey, listen, I've got a story. I'm a heroine in this story. Are you serious? I, I, there's a real reason for me to be here with these fucking demons. I'm the heroine. I'm going to save them. I wasn't. I was used by them. I couldn't deal with the fact that I was being used, so I invented a narrative to legitimize, you know, being used as firewood for, for demons. There's no love. So, you know, these are big sort of, you're really kind of overhauling the system. You're really, you're drowning, you're basically overhauling the Titanic. And if, you know, if you've been in a boat, you know, if you've been a, doing it for a long time let's just say you're in the engine room of, of a boat you know there's, there's a big huge furnace you've been chucking wood in there all your life you know thinking that if you keep doing this that this is the right thing to do even though you're actually in the bottom you're in the engine room and they're on the top you're fueling them and the ayahuasca comes in and says wait 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 you know you can't do that anymore what are you doing and you're like but i've been doing this for 60 years and she's like no it's wrong. You're like, no, well, what do you mean it's wrong? I've been doing this for six years. This is what I do. This is who I am. She slowly has to show you that, you know, you're basically making their boat function, but you've disappeared. You know, this is just a, uh, what do you call it? You know, there's inflatable things that come up when there's an accident, right? You're just emergency airbag. You've been used to their ends. You're the one that was traumatized and buried and unloved. Oh, really, me? Oh, wait a minute. You're the one that's paralyzed as a four-year-old, as a three-year-old. You've agreed to that horror. You've, you know, planted flowers in a cemetery. filtered up, you've Instagrammed up. All the filters are then stripped out, everything's taken away. It's just like all that coating, all that, you know, source making and cake building and storytelling, heroines and saviors. It's all fucked. It's just like collapsed. <laughs> it's like sorry. Demons, darling, demons. Demons, sweetie, demons. You're stuck in hell. You did a great job pretending it wasn't hell, but it was hell. <laughs> you were stuck. Yeah, that dream that you had about being at the bottom of the ocean, that's exactly where you were. You were drowned so they could create their redemption. So that's all very solid, you see. Trauma is very, very solid. It has, that, it has no air in it because, you know, you're holding on to it. So that when that gets dismantled, you kind of disappear. So you have more space, you have more energy, you're more of a channel for the universe. Everything that matters doesn't really matter anymore. There's no winning, there's no arrival, there's no destination. There's no hiring of 10,000 lawyers to litigate your existence. You will be arriving to this moment. <laughs> and again, the greatest fear is, well, what I, was I before this? Well, before this, you were just a channel for the universe. And whatever your script, your seed was, hopefully it gets to sprout, right? You don't have parents, you just have the universe now as a reflection. They're going to, you know, ignite and support and love you. 
into the truth of who you are. Pretty amazing. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a dissolving, it's a death, not in that, that, but in a happy way, in a, in a good way, in a, you know, you were stuck in the basement, so we're going to take you out of the basement, even though you think it's home. And yes, this whole issue, you know, your life is always riddled with shit that you've got to take care of, but you're not dragging a boulder now anymore. You know, you're not trying to swim the Atlantic with two broken legs. Right. You're going to do your things, but you're going to do it being conscious, aware. You have more energy, you have more, more consciousness, you have more horsepower. Because you're not dragging you know, the underworld with you. The demon is the demon. Okay, you faced it. Can't feed off you. You know, it's like it only feeds if you can't see you. They just found a new drug for cancer because they said that one of these cells would pretend it's something else and it would actually was a toxic thing and it would just eat up other cells. So it comes disguised. It's the same thing with trauma. The demons come disguised as parents, as whatever. And you're used, same way as a virus uses, you know, eats up. So this is all very natural, there's nothing woo-woo, there's nothing alien or anything, it's just nature. It's working energetically and it's whatever, but the idea is to dissolve. Let the energy flow through you, become a channel for the universe. Less of you, less concrete, less definitive, less borders, more openness, right? Gay, straight, pink, yellow, black a greater acceptance of the universe working through everybody in its own way in 10 zillion ways um, there's less to hurt because there's less of you there right there's nothing you can't be hurt so much because you're not so defined your outline is now yeah you're not rebuilding the sandcastle every day you're now just the wave it's just the sand you don't need to build anything become more of a channel for the universe. You know, goodbye trauma is goodbye burial ground. You know, goodbye demons and feeding things and frenzied crickets and boobies and whatever that are feeding off your terror. It's a journey. Good luck. Bye. <laughs>